الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم نور على نور يهدي الله لنوره من يشاء ويضرب الله الأمثال للناس والله بكل شيء عليم في بيوت أذن الله أن ترفع ويذكر فيها اسمه يسبح يسبح له فيها بالغدو والآصال رجال لا تلهيهم تجارة ولا بيع عن ذكر الله وإقام الصلاة وإيتاء الزكاة يخافون يوما تتقلب فيه القلوب والأبصار صدق الله العظيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يكون هواه تبعا لما جئت به أو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام صدق الظيم وصدق رسوله النبي الحبيب الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين يا رب صلي وسلم دائما أبدا على حبيبك خير الخلق كلهم صلى الله عليه وسلم I'm most respected beloved brothers and elders in Islam Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Alhamdulillah all thanks, praise and gratitude be unto Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala who out of his infinite mercy and grace has blessed you and I has blessed our families and friends and all those who are reciters of this kalima, Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala has blessed each and every one of us with iman. Really, if you love friends and elders in Islam, we should thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. One is we show shukr to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by saying Alhamdulillah, all praise, thanks, gratitude be unto Allah Tabaraka wa ta'ala. And the other is a person by his actions, he physically shows and demonstrates to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he appreciates that Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had chosen him and had made him, made him from amongst that special group of people upon whom Allah Ta'ala's gaze of mercy is constantly upon. Respected friends and elders in Islam, especially on this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah, this is from amongst the Sha'ir of Islam, the salient features of Islam. No other religion has this auspicious day of Jumu'ah. We are fortunate Allah has blessed us to this day. Just ulama Ikram explained that just for us to have the opportunity to come to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on this day of Jumu'ah is from amongst the great ni'mat and blessings of Allah upon us. So we have to show Allah that we appreciate it. How we do this? One is we thank Allah verbally. The other is physically. We show the respect for this Mubarak day of Jumu'ah. We come early to the house of Allah. We come close to the member. These are all etiquettes that Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had shown us in his Mubarak ahadith. 
that way a person can derive maximum from the unlimited treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Each and every step that we have taken, even if a person parked his car in the car park, whatever step a person has taken to the house of Allah, especially on a Friday, sins are being washed away. Good deeds are being written for that person. In exchange of his sins, good deeds are being, it's being replaced by good deeds. All this is happening on account of what? On account of having Iman. Ulama Ikram explained to us as well, that every moment that a believer, a mu'min, a reciter of the kalima la ilaha illallah muhammadur rasulullah, and a believer in it, every moment that he spends in his life, whether he is obviously it's not referring to anything wrong and haram that he is doing, any sin that he is involved in, but any general moment that he spends in his life, he might not even be aware of it. But the angels are recording even that moment also, that a person was unaware that he was doing any action. He may have been relaxing at home. He may be in the masjid now, sitting, listening. The angels are recording that this certain moment, this second, this person spent with Iman. Do we know the amount of blessings and rewards Allah Taala will give us just for spending one moment in this worldly life in a condition of Iman? Therefore, beloved friends and elders in Islam, for us to renew our Iman at all times is a great need and it is of paramount importance. On account of this, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam emphasized upon the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum that we should keep on refreshing our Iman. We should keep on renewing our Iman. Jaddidu imanakum. The command of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The encouragement of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum that keep on refreshing your Iman. Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum asked immediately that kayfa nujaddidu imanana ya Rasulullah. That O Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam how do we go about renewing and refreshing our iman? Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam replied with such a beautiful answer and a very very easy method because that you keep on reciting La ilaha illallah in abundance. My beloved friends and elders in Islam, we are all aware of the times that we are living in. The challenging times, testing times, where the fitan, the fitnas, the tests, the trials, the tribulations are on the rise and on the increase. Every day something new is coming about. And when you speak about the youth and how they are getting soaked into the different fitnas, shaitan is making it easier day by day. By the coming of the day of Qiyamah, all these evils will become widespread. So what barrier have I put there between me and that invitation towards the sin? Nabiya Kareem wasallam's advices are there for us to ponder over it, to reflect, Today on account of one simple statement a person may utter, he might not even think it to be serious. But perhaps in that statement of his, he belittled some command of Allah. Or he said that certain advice or command of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wasallam is not so important. I will follow it. But if I don't do it, it's fine. It's not, it's not so important. Belittling, looking down upon, mocking a command of Allah, or a teaching of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ask the Muftiyani Karam beloved brothers and elders in Islam, what happens to a person's iman? It either takes a person out of the fold of Islam, this is a simple example we give. Or it brings a person at the border line of kufr. It's something to worry about. And then now when we think about these ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, simple hadith that keep on renewing your iman, Nabiya Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's foresight, understanding, which Allah had blessed him with, his basirat, was on another level, we cannot even imagine it. 
Rasulullah gave us simple steps, solutions to fight whatever battle it may be to come right till the time, end of time. Jaddidu imanakum. Today with all the different kinds of beliefs and ideologies that are out there, that are being thrown at us, at this ummah of Rasulullah wasallam. For a moment if a person, in the hadith of Rasulullah wasallam, he explains it, that a person, this is in my own words, I'm just giving the mafhum of the hadith, that a person just looked up to see what it was all about. That this is something new that came out. A person just looked up, he peeped, just to look at what it was. And no sooner did he get soaked into it. It, it sucked him into it. Such is the type of fitness, like a magnet, a very very strong and powerful magnet. It will just, through its force, attract the person and take him in. And many a time, beloved brothers and elders in Islam, the realization, the tawfiq to turn away from that, the strength to turn away from that comes later on. Where a person now, the drive towards the masjid is lost. The drive and inclination towards Qur'an, towards good actions, towards being a good human being, that drive is no more there. A person now is living outwardly as a Muslim. But inwardly, there are all sorts of confusion and doubts about this iman of his. Jaddidu imanakum. Again, that hadith of Nabiya Kareem sallallahu will apply, apply across the board. Keep on reciting la ilaha illallah. Refresh your iman, renew your iman. Beloved brothers and elders in Islam, Allah wa ta'ala, being our creator and our sole provider, being the controller of the entire universe and all the systems. Allah Taala, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about something in the quran Karim, every statement of Allah, every word of Allah, every sentence, every ayat of Allah, it's full with hikmat and wisdom. If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commands us to do something or tells us to refrain from doing something, it's full with hikmat and with wisdom. A person can practice upon it and inshallah, a person will notice the difference in his life, his life will come in, on, in order. His actions and dealings will come in order. His interaction with people will come in order. Everything else will start falling in place. Provided a person accepts and accepts something, a command of Allah, a teaching of Nabi Karim wasallam. And the other is, when does that person get the tawfiq to make amal on it? That is a different aspect. He accepts it, he believes in it. And he tries within his own capacity, taking advice from the seniors around him, making an effort to practice upon that good. Yes, when Allah gives a person the tawfiq, he will practice on it. But never for a moment should a person ever harbor any ill feelings or any doubts or be confused regarding this deen of Islam. Wallahi, there is nothing to be confused about. Allah's kalam 100% complete. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's Mubarakah hadith explains to us the Quran-i-Kareem. And Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's Mubarak life was a practical example of the Quran-i-Kareem. According to the statement of Zadah Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, Ta'ana khuluquhu al-Quran. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's character, his ways, his mannerisms, it was the Quran enacted in, 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 in practice. So beloved friends and elders in Islam, for our guidance, for our hidayat, for our iman to remain safe and sound, for the iman of our children to remain safe and sound. For the iman of our students, for our juniors to remain safe and sound. We have to look into the Qur'an-i-Kareem. 
What advices do Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us? Look into the life of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Read about his Mubarak life. And read the lives of the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. To what extent they went in fulfilling the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And adhering to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Besides these two aspects, a person's success is kept nowhere else in life. Allah's commands and Nabiya Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam sunnah. The great historian, Hazrat Mawlana Abul Hassan Ali Nadwi rahmatullah alayhi, explaining regarding the thinking pattern of the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, the condition of their hearts, the condition of their lives. Beloved friends and elders in Islam, we are just nearly a few, we can say a few days before the Mubarak guest and month of Ramadan approaches. We need to weigh our actions somewhere. That where am I going wrong? Where can I make a change? Where can I up and start progressing? Now is the time. This month of Rajab and then Sha'ban. So that when the Mubarak month of Ramadan comes, I'm all ready and all set to increase my ibadat. It must not be that now the first of Ramadan comes. A person doesn't even have any idea of how he is going to go about reciting quran Karim. Oh, he has not built himself up physically to stand long of rakats of Taraweeh Salah, Tahajjud Salah. Now is the time, beloved friends and elders in Islam. We build up the momentum from now, so that in the month of Ramadan when it comes, it becomes easy for us to exert ourselves even more. Such was the condition of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the Mubarak blessed Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. Looking into their lives, Hazrat Mu'ayyad Abu Hassan Ali Nadwi rahmatullahi, a great alim of his time, a great historian, he mentioned regarding the condition of the Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. When we want to take a lesson, we take from these guiding stars, these shining stars of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, so that we can improve the quality of our ibadah. We can improve the quality of our iman and our ta'alluq with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he so beautifully he mentions and he says that مَا كَانُوا يَعْرِفُونَ إِلَّا الطَّاعَةَ لِرَسُولِ اللَّهِ وَالْخُضُوءَ لِعَوَامِرِ اللَّهِ That when it came to Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, the only thing that they were concerned about, the thing of primary concern in their lives were that I must adhere to the commands of Allah ta'ala and I must have ita'at and I must obey the Nabi of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he goes on further and says, وَافَقَتْ هَوَاهُمْ أَمْ لَمْ تُوَافِقَهَا وَاتَّفَقَتْ مَعَادَاتِهِمْ أَوْ لَمْ This was of primary concern to Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum. Whether this conformed to their desires or not. Sometimes it happens such, Allah is commanding us something, advising us something. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's ahadith are teaching us something. But we desiring something else. We want to do something else. And sometimes, sadly, a person will now start changing things. Start changing the commands of Allah. Perhaps I can do it like this. Making a way, finding a loophole here and there. Beloved friends and elders in Islam, we must understand that we have the Mubarak, pristine, pure deen of Islam with us. The moment we're changing to suit our desires, then it becomes very, very dangerous, very scary. Because for such a person in the Qur'an Kareem, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala speaks about that person who makes his desires his God. To please himself, he starts changing things. He wants it his way. That this is what I want. Halal, haram, good, bad, whatever it may be, this is what I want. 
So beloved friends and elders in Islam, it's something for us to ponder and reflect that Sahaba radiallahu submitted themselves before the commands of Allah and the, the teachings of Rasulullah sallallahu Am I doing that as well? Or to what level, to what extent do I find myself adhering to those as well? And whether it conformed to their habits and practices or not. As soon as the command of Allah came, if they were in the habit of doing something, immediately they submitted to the command of Allah. That what I am doing, leave, leave it one side. My practice cannot be more important than the practice that Allah wants me to do. So this was the level of submission of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala. Beloved friends and elders in Islam, <coughs> when we introspect the lives of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala, again speaking about preparation for this Mubarak month of Ramadan coming, there was a Sahabi by the name of Hazrat Abdullah bin Rawaha radiallahu ta'ala. We're just highlighting a few aspects in this, in the lives of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala, so that we can take the lessons. That when you look into the lives of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, then there were certain qualities that they possessed within them that were outstanding. And when we look at those qualities, we think and ponder to ourselves that these are very, very great qualities. And may Allah wants me also to possess this quality. So if I have a practical example before me, the lives of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, it becomes all the more easier for me to implement that quality into my life. The Sahabi Azad Abdullah bin Rawaha radiallahu ta'ala anhu, he was a, such a Sahabi, who when he came to preparation for the Akhirat, his efforts, you know, it knew no bounds. He exerted himself so much, so much. Every Sahabi was pious in his own nature. But when it came to this Sahabi specifically, he had a very, very grave concern about the Akhirat. And together with that, he was really concerned about the condition in which he will leave and depart from this world. And he used to make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala constantly, that, oh Allah, you know, forgive me, accept my amal. And he used to always make dua to Allah for a good mort, a good ending. It is mentioned that one night, his daughter had woken up from her sleep and seen that her father is not around, nowhere to be seen in the house. So immediately she understands that if my father is not here, the only place he can be is in Masjid al-Nabawi. Immediately she sets out, concerned for her father, where is my father? She goes to Masjid al-Nabawi, she sees her father in sajda, in the condition of sajda. So she waits one side. And she notices now a long time is passing. He is not waking up from that sajda. So after a long time she decides now to go, perhaps he may have slept. So she decides to go and move him. She goes to move him and he falls on his side only to realize that what she woke up for and, and she was thinking that her father may have passed away. It was really true, he really passed away. What a mode, beloved brothers and elders in Islam, to pass away in a condition of sajda before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Every mu'min, every believer desires such a mubarak mode. A few weeks ago when Musalli from this masjid passed away, Aji Zain, Aku, may Allah, please cover with noor used to perform his salah in this masjid as well. So, a close attachment with the house of Allah. We don't know what, what deed will get acceptance in the court of Allah. Mulana was mentioning that same night was his janazah. He was saying this Musalli had the habit to, after the, after the Jummah salah, he'll remain behind. He'll spend time in the house of Allah. So he gave the day of Jummah respect. Allah gave him more than Jummah as well. 
Do we think like this, beloved friends and elders? What, in what condition am I going to leave this world? We want the moat on Juma. We want the moat in Sajda. But to what extent am I preparing for it? Another aspect in the lives of Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala was their great level of taqwa. Fear of Allah and reckoning before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Taking account of themselves. It is mentioned regarding Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu that he used to constantly advise those around him that hasibu qabla an tuhasabu that take account of yourself take stock of yourself, of your actions before stock is taken from you before it is too late and before you have to give an account on the day of Qiyamah without brothers and elders in Islam Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum's lives are there for us to introspect to look into it let us make an intention that inshallah from today we will inculcate some type of ta'aleem within our homes or within our own capacity come to the house of Allah open the lives of sahaba fazail amal these beautiful kitabs that are filled with nur filled with blessings and inshallah we look into that we ponder reflect ask Allah for tawfiq and ability for us to implement that into our lives and inshallah by the time Ramadan comes it becomes very very easy for us to now exert ourselves even more in the Quran Kareem Allah Taala speaks in the 18th para, Rijalul, that regarding men, regarding men, such men, Allah Taala speaks, if we want to know, we are all men, Alhamdulillah. But what criterion Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala set for Rijal in the quran Kareem, when we look at that, then again, we have something to weigh our actions against. Such men, Sahaba radiallahu ta'ala anhum, they were of such a nature. That when it came to the remembrance of Allah ta'ala, being reminded of Allah, exerting ourselves in the ibadat of Allah, then no trade, no commerce, no business transactions, no business dealing could have deterred them from that cause of remembering Allah. لا تلهيهم تجارة ولا بيع عن ذكر الله and وإقام الصلاة Establishment of their salat. Nothing deterred them from that. Allah's command is there. I must submit to that command. Ask ourselves, beloved friends in Islam, am I submitting to the command of Allah five times a day when that muazzin calls out? It's something to introspect and reflect on. وإقام الصلاة وإيتاء الزكاة Discharging my zakat if it's necessary and obligatory upon me to discharge. Am I giving it correctly? Am I fulfilling the commands of Allah? Am I giving enough? Am I giving the full amount? Or am I trying to again try to cut corners here and there? Beloved friends and elders in Islam, Allah Taala sounds a warning after that. Allah says, these men of such a nature, that they constantly have this fear of Allah within them. And they're fearing that day which is to come, where eyeballs and hearts will be overturned. The day of Qiyamah, we all know the great, you know, image and, and scene on the day of Qiyamah, what is going to be like. So, beloved friends and elders in Islam, we need to prepare now, before it is too late. What, what type of mode we want, literally Allah has given it to us in our hands. How we want and expect from Allah, Allah will do like that for us. Allah will do it like that. And the condition in which a person will leave and depart from this world, in the exact condition he will be resurrected in the day of Qiyamah. So we work from now to achieve the best type of mode. 
and we increase our ibadat now. We are already building and, 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 and you know, beautifying our jannat from now. Those palaces in jannat are getting built from now. One subhanallah that banda read, Allah gave him one scene in jannat. Alhamdulillah, he recited now once. He's building his jannat from now. Can we imagine when he comes the month of Ramadan? When he builds that momentum, now when he's increasing it, how much more beautiful that jannat comes, becomes at that, at that time. Allah has decorated jannat as well. And he keeps decorating it. For who? For us, beloved friends and elders. So it's something to, for us to aspire for, to work for. Beloved friends and elders in Islam. May Allah Taala give us all the tawfiq and the ability to inculcate whatever good was said program that will be taking place by the senior ulama ikram by very senior ulama ikram of our country the program is taking place in Stanger Jamia Masjid inshallah by the wafaqul ulama South Africa transport arrangements from more or less every area masjid is being made let us get into contact with our imam sahab with those zimadar satis of our area let us not let this opportunity go by and this too the program is titled signs of the hour ashraqul sa'a Signs of the hour. The hour is coming. It's very close. Closer than we could even imagine. Allah knows when. But these signs are coming. These senior ulama ikram are coming to warn us of these signs. What good opportunity we have, beloved friends and elders in Islam. Inshallah tomorrow from Asar Salah till Isha Salah. These senior ulama ikram will be conducting certain programs in Stanger Jamia Masjid. Those who require transport, get into contact with those who will be leaving, inshallah. And we also sign be part and parcel of it. Inshallah, it will be a means of us getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala undoubtedly. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all tawfiq wa akhir da'wana. Alhamdulillah.